So there's a movie that I think is severely, severely underrated when it comes to these types of movies. It's a movie that, for some reason, doesn't ever enter into the conversation about the higher, the higher tier echelon movies of these specific types of movies. And today, I'd like to talk to you, the listener, about this movie. So the type of movie we're talking about are Disney movies, right? You're tracking me? And the movie we're going to be talking about today is a movie called Treasure Planet. All right? If you've never seen Treasure Planet, that's okay. Sit back, relax. I'm going to sell this to you. So Treasure Planet is based on the story of Treasure Island, Right. If you've never seen Treasure Island or if you don't know what it is, it's a pirate story with treasure and islands. Um, that's pretty much all you need to know. But Treasure Planet is an updated sci-fi version of Treasure Island. Right. And the reason that I think that Treasure Planet works so well is because of the relationship between the main character, Jim Hawkins... And the main antagonist, uh, John Silva. All right. Now, to explore their relationship a little hey, bit, whoa, whoa, you whoa. gotta. What, what are you doing? What I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a thing. The thing you told me. No, I to, I told you to read it, not record it. Well, yeah, okay, but I figured if I was gonna read it, I mean, you're gonna record it eventually, so I thought I'd just do it for no, you. It, it doesn't need to be recorded yet. It's not finished yet. Oh, it's not done yet. Oh, okay. Well, bro, that makes sense because, dude, what you wrote is terrible. Okay. okay. All right. Well, just... No, no, bro. Seriously, I'm I'm trying to help you out. Okay. All right. Your your points are just kind of all out of whack. Out, out of whack. <laughs> what do you mean out of whack? Well, I mean, you talk about like Jim Hawkins and John Silva, and that's fine and everything. But then you go a little off the rails when you start talking about the emotional uh, mm-hmm. piece of it. You get how, you, you lose track. No, of no, it. no. How how do I go off the rails? All right. If the whole story is about Jim Hawkins and John Silver and their relationship, that, right. I don't go off the rails. Right. I, I just speak I to beg the, the actual, you know, beauty of the story. What mm-hmm. are you What are you even talking about? Well, what I'm talking about, bro, is I I think, look, the crux of it is is you're writing a story, cold open. or you're writing a, a cold open, whatever you call these things. You're writing this about something that doesn't need to be written about. You you, you missed the mark completely. You should have been writing about a different movie. A, <laughs> a different movie okay mm-hmm. uh well tony what what movie should i be writing? all right about? look look bro first of all don't get an attitude i'm trying to help you okay. all right second of all you clearly need to be writing about pocahontas <laughs> pocahontas yeah you, you cannot be serious oh bro i've never been more serious about something in my life oh my gosh all right pocahontas yeah. is not only the best disney movie out there it's most oh. No. Definitely the best movie period <laughs> wrong, out there, wrong. bar none, hands down. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. Uh, yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. I give you three reasons right now why Pocahontas is without a doubt the best Disney movie. You want to hear? Him? Sure. All right. Number one, she kind of got it going on. Not gonna lie. Number two, all right. Best on-screen relationship between a dog and a raccoon I've ever seen. And number three, Colors of the Wind is the best song I think I've ever heard. All right, wow. there we go. I there mean, there they are, right there. Okay, I, I'll give you that Colors of the Wind is a good song, well, right? Bro, a good song? Yes. A good song? Good Dude, song. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. that's a good song. I All right, Thriller is a good song. Colors yeah. of the Wind is a masterpiece, bro. Whoa. What are you even talking Dude, about? A masterpiece? A masterpiece. 
your metric for what a masterpiece is is complete. I mean, Did, lyrically, right? Have Lyric you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Wow. Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grins? What are you doing right now? That that's just my that's my question to you. Have you ever done that before? All right, no, no. Hand of God, have you Dude, ever done that before? That doesn't even huh? make sense. Well, no. I didn't think I, so. Okay, here's the thing. Pocahontas did, bro. Dude, all right, and then she cartoon. wrote a song no, about it. Dude, Case closed. Not, I'm done. She, Thank you. I'm just gonna let you finish. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. Um. So yeah, in conclusion. Pocahontas is the best Disney movie. I think I laid my case out fairly clearly. It's not really up for discussion at this point. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening um, to this thing. And I hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast uh, entitled To The Table. Uh, welcome to it. Hey, that was that was on. <laughs> Alright. I love when I we start podcasts with uh, hoops being like, All right. Yeah. I'm so glad Lee was that my was backup good. though. Always yeah, got I, you. I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty sure I got that. Anyway. Okay. Uh, welcome to episode seven of season two here yeah, yeah. at To the Table. Whoop, whoop. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're just going to get started. Uh, and right before we started recording, I told the the staff here that we're going to answer some questions again. I know in previous episodes, that seems to be our go-to <laughs> answer questions. <laughs> I uh, like answering questions, though. But, you know, it's fun to do. Uh, so we're going to do that again today. However, these questions are specifically... Um, kid icebreaker questions <gasps> i love this so you guys <laughs> need to answer this as a kid so what you're answering this question? you're answering this if you were a seventh grader like okay. right now or yes, like yes. when like, i was a seventh grader like well it's like what would the answer be if you were a seventh okay grader? got it mm, i'm trying right? to channel my inner seventh grade self yes i got it yes. fun fact did we you know i was this height in seventh grade Really? I have not grown since seventh grade. Wow, look at that. Mm. Fun You're, fact you, of the day. Seven, you might have been pretty tall in seventh grade. I was very tall in seventh grade. Wow. <laughs> Kate's looking down on all the kids. Cool. So it doesn't necessarily have to be seventh grade, but that if you time, can... Like time frame? Yeah, it, let's, do, let's, do, let's do grades like three through seven. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I was much different in three than I was Oh, that's a four-year difference. Yeah. So elementary, so elementary or no. middle school, you can okay. choose. Okay. You okay. can choose. Mm. Let's just say that. I'm right. I'm okay. ready. Okay. So, uh, very immature at both, but <laughs> I'm so it, might, surprised it might be fun to get us started just <laughs> to go around it. and just to introduce yourself <laughs> as, hi, I'm Lee. I'm a blank grader. Yeah. You know? So Adam, who are you? Hi, I'm Lee. Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I really got into that mode. Hey, I'm Adam. I'm a sixth grader and I play baseball. Okay. Nice to meet you, Adam. What about you? Hi, I'm Lee. I'm in fourth grade, and I have a gap in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Fourth grade with a gap in your okay, teeth. Okay, I've got to pick a grade. Uh, yeah. 
Poopy, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Hannah. I'm in sixth grade and I like to collect rocks. <laughs> what? Did you really? Anything <laughs> hey. outside was kind of fun. Wow. Hannah, will you show me your most most prized rock? Yeah. And I like playing night games. So if you That's guys want to play funny. night games, I am Hannah, and I like to collect rocks. Just like <laughs> <laughs> night games were what we would play in the neighborhood, like tag or German spotlight. Just at night. Yeah. Okay, cool. We would be like, night games tonight, 8 o'clock. <laughs> Some secret Bedtime. code. How yeah. about you? Hi, I'm Kate. I'm a fifth grader, and I run really fast. And you run really <laughs> That's fast. That's so accurate. Okay. Cool. Mason? So, Mason. I'm, I'm asking the questions. Oh, so you're an I adult can't, I can't, yeah. teacher. Yeah, I can't ask myself the questions. Uh-huh. One, two, eyes on me, or whatever they used to say. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll just we'll just uh, get get right to it. Okay. How about so, Adam? I'll I'll start with you. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to make sounds on cartoons. <laughs> you want to make sounds on cartoons? Yeah, like I want to do the sound effects for cartoons. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I feel like there's a very lucrative career in that. Wow, that's a good word for. Can you like give us a, a debut? Of a sound? Uh, I have some that I'm working on, but they're not ready to debut right now. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Lee, we'll go to you. Yeah. Do you like school? Um, I like socializing at school. Okay. Socializing, I don't huh? like the subjects, the academics. You don't like the and academics? And I also don't like PE. You don't oh. like PE. Yeah. Okay. What fourth grader uses socialization <laughs> in academics? <laughs> Okay, you said lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're dealing with geniuses over here. Okay, uh, Hannah. Yes. Um, apart from collecting rocks, do you participate in any extracurricular activities? Oh yeah, I do gymnastics. Oh cool. I Me play, too. I play soccer. I don't do that. The rec league. Everyone gets a trophy, and play outside with my friends. I bet I have more trophies than you. No. <laughs> hey, uh, two-parter. What is your favorite subject and least favorite subject? Um, history is my favorite, and least favorite is social studies. Mm, why for both of them? Um, history, because I really like the teacher. Um, Coach Willis is really fun. And social <laughs> studies, um, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Clark, um, she's, she's a little mean. Oh, mm. I sounds thought like history school, and social studies are the same thing. Yeah, mine too. We did social studies as like an English like comp class. Oh, mm. we did do or do? Do you go to a fancy do. school? <laughs> I do go to a fancy school. Yeah. Are we supposed to talk like the fourth grader? I well, thought we were I mean, supposed to. Like, I have feel the like gap that's how team. I would talk. I mean, you know, sidebar. Kate is is you know really getting into the character. Okay, you know what? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not it's not a knock. It's you know. So if you'd like he, to, you can. In, he's encouraging us. To yeah. Do no. like, oh, okay. If you'd well, like to, you can. Sixth grade Adam would have definitely had all. Well, you could say that. Well, you could do that if you'd like. Uh, like your voice crack, Adam. Have you ever been a part of student council? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! There are real tears in my eyes. I don't really know. <laughs> that's perfect. That that's it. I'm too busy with baseball. <laughs> okay. Why do you sound like a puppet? Why All is right. This so bad. Uh, uh, Miss Lee, have you ever been in trouble for oh, anything gosh. in school? You 
as the right person. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, would you, would you care to share? Yeah, I, my mom is also a fourth grade teacher. And oh, um, no. my mom always knew, always knows <laughs> what my homework is. Okay. Um, so I just would pretend like I didn't have any. You know, I would like lie or whatever. And mom would just always know. So yeah, I didn't, I would like throw homework sheets away or say I didn't have homework. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah. That's Man. funny. Uh, okay, Hannah. This yeah. is this is kind of in a in you know left field, okay. but as as yourself as what what grade are you in? Six. Sixth grader. As a sixth grader, if it was raining tacos, would mm. you eat them? <laughs> mm. Let's be real. Tacos are good. Yeah. And there's an abundance of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I'm. This is this is a weird question. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you get sure. you. you <laughs> I'll eat your tacos. <laughs> sure, falling okay. from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat your sky tacos. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Kate. Hi. You're at Taco Bell. What do you order? Uh, cheese quesadilla. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's probably what I would have said. There too. we go. <laughs> As fifth grader. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, Adam. Yes. Can't. Pick three animals to put together to create a new animal. Oh. What animals would you, would you put together? <laughs> I just got really wide and Come terrified. On. You can do it. A dog, a bird, and a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be called? Why? Why those? A dog, a bird, and a mouse. Well, I love dogs, and I think my voice just changed. <laughs> He hit puberty. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I just like all those animals. <laughs> okay, those are good animals. Those are what, good animals. What's the name of it? A dog, a bird, and mouse? Yeah, just a dog, bird, and mouse. A dog, okay. bird, and mouse. Uh, hey, Lee. Hi. Uh, if, you could, if you could make water smell like anything, what would it smell like? Mm. Cheese. Remember, you have to shower in this. Um, probably Freesia from Bath and Body Works. Oh, I was thinking Lip Smackers. Uh, was Was Young Lee a fan of that? Yes, that I like. Yeah, that and Sun Ripe and Raspberry. Okay, are my favorites. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hannah. Yes. What candy best describes who you are inside? <laughs> oh gosh. What candy? What candy describes who you are? Can you give me some candy? Like a nerd rope or like a, a nerd rope. or a Reese's nerd, or nerd, yeah, like a Reese's a, that's a what Snickers. I went to like a Pop Rock or a Snickers or a yeah. a Butterfinger. <laughs> I would say I am um, like a gummy bear. What's that one that's like the starts with a G? Good bar. Good bar, Mr. Good bar. Mr. Good bar because. I like to follow all the rules and be really good. And I don't like when I get in trouble. Okay. I cry at school when I get in trouble. So. Okay. That's very. This is good bar. <laughs> that's very wholesome. Miss. Okay. you're not married. Right. If you're a miss. Sixth grader. You're a sixth grader? I definitely wore a shirt that said girls rock in sixth grade. So. Oh. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Kate. <laughs> yeah? What social media apps do you have? Ooh. 
If I was a fifth grader now. No. Oh, back. I would have social zero. media. Yeah, I would have we zero. We didn't have any. <laughs> no, there would be. We should have had okay. MySpace. MySpace. No, I wasn't allowed to. Especially oh. not, not as a fifth grade. grade. So no, okay. I can tell I you. As a sixth grader, channel, I was allowed to have it. DisneyChannel.com, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. You could ride up the elevator and you had a run. Kim Possible. Is that social media or is that like just a game? That's a game on the computer, right? Mm. Is that social media? Uh, As as a fifth grader, I didn't have any social media. I wasn't allowed to until sixth grade. Okay, I'll give you another question. Sorry. No, that's fine. Who is your favorite Disney character? Oh. um, I really want to say Minnie Mouse. That's a good one. But also Daisy Duck, because she's mm. a little sa- more sassy. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, we'll do one more round, uh, and then we'll we'll let these these children get back to school. Oh, <laughs> spring break. Uh, oh, spring break. I guess. Uh, Adam, let's go play night games. If you could ask your favorite celebrity anything, what would you ask? <laughs> Who would it be? A baseball. How did you get so good at baseball? <laughs> Who, are Who you, is it? Who are you asking? A baseball player. <laughs> High school, Is college. That how you would answer that? A baseball player. <laughs> I was so shy in middle school. Aww. Oh, really? Surprised to find out. Really? I'm playing my character really well. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I was a really shy, like sixth grader. Okay. okay. Well, that's good uh, to know. Lee, mm-hmm. what is one song that you know all the words to? Oh. In fourth grade. Yeah. Um. It's by Mariah Carey. Ooh, a Mariah Carey song. Is it All I Want for Christmas is You? No. Um, Is that off the Butterfly album? I can see that in my head, like the the front of that album. Oh, Hmm. man. Is it called like Open Arms or something? Did you listen to the CD? Yes. Or I could, oh, you know what? It's Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Friends in low places. That's a good one. For a sixth grade. Or you're in fourth. fourth. I mean, that, that's good for that's good for any age. Mm-hmm. Also, my parents like lived for like uh, beach music. Uh, live for uh, past tense. My parents lived for like beach music and like yeah. oldies kind of. So like I knew like every Jimmy Buffett song. Uh-huh. Like by heart. Nice. At like age five so nice. i was probably singing margaritaville or something <laughs> <laughs> uh hannah mm-hmm. is there if there was a sport you could perform in the olympics what would you choose gymnastics that makes sense mm-hmm. what specifically what would you do like a floor routine or floor like routine mm-hmm. for yeah. sure with a dance situation i would like do the ribbons a little ribbon <laughs> <laughs> what, what was what's the what, uh, what's the bar? Or it's like the saddle thing. What's that thing? Where they like the beam, the, the horse. What is it yeah, called? and they just like flip around it. Uh, trammel horse. Men do that. What is it called? I Wait, don't know. Do you mean the bars? No, the trammel horse. Isn't that what's called? It's, yeah, it has like two. It has two little bars on top of a. Yeah. Yeah, and then they just. Oh, oh. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. We should. I've always thought that was cool. Ella about that. <laughs> uh, all right, Kate. Last yeah. last question. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's find a good one for you. Uh, what is one thing recently that made you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> As a fifth grader, what's one thing recently that made you laugh? That you can stick your recorder up your nose and still play it. <laughs> ah. What a revelation. Yum. 
Yes. Adam has something to say. <laughs> I could say. I just had the like revelation that mine, both in sixth grade and now, would have been farts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Still I mean, funny. Hi. Well, so the, those are those are our questions. Thanks for that was cute. Doing that was yeah, that is kind of weird. But uh, one kind of wrap up. <laughs> a lot of these um, kind of I, well. Is there was there any question that like you were answering as like your younger self has an answer changed right like now if you did the Olympics like what would it be would it still be gymnastics or something else probably still gymnastics yeah but I think like, my candy would be different because now I got a little bit of sass and tude ah okay mm-hmm. you'd be like a sour patch kid yeah ah okay I would not want to make sounds for cartoons right. <laughs> not want to make cartoon sounds Lee does her homework now nope never did my homework <laughs> never that continued yeah a long time I'm not as shy as I was in sixth grade you're not and your voice got deeper yeah a little bit yeah well yeah thanks for thanks for playing the game everybody thank you I'm still listening to Garth Brooks though. okay good Hey folks, no announcement in this ad spot today because, well, to be honest, we forgot to record one. All right, so we are back talking about important topics, things happening in culture. Just, you know, we got lots of things to discuss. Last week we discussed disagreements. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that was one of my favorite recordings to do. I've heard a lot of positive feedback. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know about y'all, but... I would disagree. You would disagree? Oh, my goodness. No, You're just you saying not. that. He's, just saying, He's yeah. just saying that. See what she did that. As he eats his um, But that was a really great episode. <laughs> and I think it allowed us to talk candidly. Um, so not as scripted as sometimes when we do lessons where we've studied and, and, and prepared um, some of what we're going to share on the podcast. It was really a chance for us to just kind of open dialogue. Um, and we're going to continue that today, and we're going to talk about relationships. Oh, so, yes. Yes. So relationships, there are varied forms, right? There are dating, oh, yeah. um, like intimate romantic relationships. There are friendships. Mm-hmm. Parents, Parents and kids. Um, got like your teacher relationship. Like, you know, you have your favorite teacher or your... Peer relationships, like your friends, yeah, co-workers, if you're at that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot. Adam um, said that he wanted to talk today about his relationships with his pets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess that's also for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> lots important of different. To him. Yeah. Lots of different relationships. Really? And Patty and I are pretty close. I know. We believe it. Yeah, we believe it. <laughs> no um, doubt in my mind. <laughs> so, yeah. So we all have like a myriad of different relationship experience. And one thing we're not going to do today is harp on romantic relationships. Um, just because we want to talk across the spectrum. We want to make sure that what we're talking about is, is can be inclusive to everybody listening. Right. So not everybody is in a romantic partner relationship, but everybody has a relationship with a parent or a sibling or a friend. Um, you can kind of check one of those boxes. So mm-hmm. we're going to walk through those today. We're going to talk about how to have meaningful relationships in those spaces, uh, what has worked for us personally, what has not worked for us mm-hmm. in relationships. Um, 
and I'm going to kind of go around and give each of us an opportunity to share, like, if you could give one piece of relationship advice to our listeners, what would it be? So, oh man, we're, we're going to end there. So you've got a, a minute or two to think through that. Okay. Um, but I want you to name each of you your three most meaningful relationships in your life. Right now? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I'll ask the, that question on the back end. So anybody jump in. So are we answering both questions? Or just, or just the three most? Just the three most. The, the one about what would you give, what advice would you give to the listeners about relationships? That's going to be the last question. So... Your three most important relationships. Okay. I'm, I'm laughing to myself because the ultimate, I always instantly go to the ultimate, like, pastor answer. And like, if I... God. <laughs> God's my most important relationship. Okay. Y'all. God is off the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of figured that, but I just thought it was, like, yeah. that's where mine was like. I, can we, can we say God, God is the table instead of off the table? Ooh. Sure. There's even more pastor answer for you. <laughs> hmm. Outdone by Kate. All right. Outdone um, by Kate. <laughs> I mean. Do y'all not have a meaningful, I mean, just. No, I, I, I most was important to relationship. Like, I can't think Carlisle, of like a third. Carlisle, so my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my dad. Mm-hmm. Then I'm trying to, well, I mean. Jim Bradley's 10 months. Like, I guess yeah. that's a relationship, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's sure. my most important. Those are my closest relationships. Now, I think before Jane Bradley or taking Jane Bradley kind of, you know, out of the equation because she's, you know, doesn't really talk or anything, but like would be like one of my close friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Joe and my mom and then maybe my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine be would be Herschel, my kids, and... You have two kids, so you're done now. That's yeah, you're done. Two and three. Yeah. It's hard to... Because I was thinking both my brothers, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, is she thinking, like, could I say brothers as one, and then just yeah, add one Yeah, siblings. Person? I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say Carlisle, my dad, and all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that's, that's why I couldn't name friends my third, because it's I have, hard. like, a small group of women that, like... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there are a couple of us who are closer than others, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. I would yeah. say brothers, and then I would like group together college roommates, um, mm-hmm. slash, I mean, she wasn't ever a roommate, but she, we treated her as one. Um, and then, if we're not talking about romantic relationships, I'll toss Sean to the side, but. Yeah. No, that's your most meaning. I mean. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mason? Uh, college roommates. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess fam, family. It's you know to to pick in my family who's the most meaningful doesn't feel right. I guess. Yeah. So I just say like family is one, and then called roommate, and then an old roommate, an older. He's not my roommate now, but a roommate I had for a number of years here in Nashville. What's his name? Uh, Tavo. Tav- Tavo. Yes. Hi, Tavo, if you're listening, you're not, but... <laughs> um, Shout out. So what made you answer that? Like, what? why were those people the ones that came to mind? Like, what is it about those relationships that make them meaningful? I think there's kind of layers there. So, like, obviously, Carlisle's, like, 
I mean, if we're taking kind of the romantic side out of it, but like Carlisle is one who I see the most, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. So I think that's like proximity of like, and of course, Carlisle and I's relationship is more than just proximity. Like, sure. But like, I do see her a lot. Like, probably have the closest bond because we're around each other all the time. But like, when I got to the friend level, that's where it is interesting because you kind of group these people together, and they're not necessarily people that I see all the time. Right. But that that bond is just that tight with them that like mm -hmm. even if we go a few months without seeing each other that it's still like mm -hmm. you know we built up that bond close yeah. enough while we were in middle school or high school or whatever it was that now we're like it doesn't matter like mm -hmm. we kind of go instantly back to mm -hmm. being our high school selves mm -hmm. almost I think yeah. for me it's like time spent with and the energy that we both put into the relationship yeah 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 for me it's like the most I'm the most comfortable with them like I feel like I can share anything with them and like they check in. That's one of the biggest things for me is when people like check in and make sure I'm doing okay. And yeah, it's like a re there's something about like reciprocity, right? Like mm -hmm. the reciprocal nature of relationships. Yeah. So it's not just you giving, but that you mm -hmm. also receive mm -hmm. in that relationship, yeah. Yep. I always think about it like who would in a time of crisis like who would be your first calls, you know? Yeah. They might not always be, like if your car broke down, it might not be your college roommates because like they might not yeah. be there. But like, you know, a crisis where you go, I need support, I need you, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, who would those people be? So, um, Kate, you said, um, you said something to the nature of reciprocity like people give. Mm -hmm. like give back to you mm -hmm. has there been a time in your life where you've been in a relationship where it's been one-sided oh yes yeah. both and I think I have both been the one going 100% and the one doing 0% yeah um, for example first year of college I went down to see high school friends at their college like two or three times and spent mm -hmm. the night with them and hung out and you know did whatever but they would they never came up to mm -hmm. see me they like would barely text me just when I said, "Hey, I'm coming down." Then like we would start talking again, um, those I, sorts of things. But also, I have been in the position of like, "Oh, like I don't really want to hang out with you," or like you know. So like I would do zero percent, but they would, and so I've been on both sides of said reciprocity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, probably in friendships, I certainly have been on the end where I didn't feel like I was receiving back for sure. I think I've definitely been on the end where I wasn't giving. And I think the older I've gotten, the less people I've been able to give to mm -hmm. um, in friendships. And I always felt like an immense amount of guilt about that. Like as if I mm -hmm. just couldn't show up, I couldn't be enough, I couldn't be enough. Um, and I think it's like I started narrowing yeah. sort yeah. of the gap by realizing like who I intentionally wanted to and could give like myself to. Yeah. Right. Being in friendship is work. Right? Oh, like, it is so much relationship, work. Friendship, whatever it is, like it's work. And like, I don't, I don't say the word work to put like a negative connotation on that because it doesn't have to have a negative connotation, but like it does take effort, right? Like to keep up with the, each other. Like, like what is the work? What is the... Well, like I always laugh because like, um, and of course my wife is, this is one of the sweetest people I know, but like she'll say like, I have enough friends. Like I don't need extra friends because she's... <laughs> and, like, this is her very, and like, that's not her mean way of saying it, but that's her very like practical way of saying like, 
Like I have enough people that it's like, I want to, that I put the effort in for, right? That I check in on, that I, like if they're having a hard time, I'm going to go the extra length for them. I'm going to go that extra mile or I'm going to show up for them when big things are happening and and stuff. And I think it's kind of, um, when I was younger, I felt like that was, you know, it was very wide. Like I was able to do that for a lot of people. And then as I got older and older, it's like, well, it's it's more narrow, like those people, like you're talking about, Lee, those yeah. people that are really put in the work for the, like, not just saying, hey, how are you? But like saying, hey, how are you? And then sitting down to listen, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, and I remember how difference. many times I, I, I walked by someone in high school and was like, what's up? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're like, that's not. Yeah, I asked them a question, yeah. but I didn't stop to listen to the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, right. there's a difference between close friends and friends and then acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's kind of like your chimney friends um, or your front door <laughs> friends or your back right. door friends. Throwback. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So what, what, is the, what are the factors that determine who you put the work in with? Like, what is it? Like, you said something, Hannah, about, like, I can be myself around them. Right. That, for me, is, like, the biggest tick mark, right? Like, who can I... I can be fully vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. Like, they can see me. Like, the other day, my friend Elizabeth, <clears throat> who probably would be in my top three, she came over, and we were... She was helping me pack, and we were in my office. Well, it's, like, all of my personal, like, banking stuff, and, you know, and I had all of this junk, and junk mail I had just, like, shoved in drawers, obviously, when people had come over across the years I've lived in my house, and... I was felt so vulnerable. Like you don't just let anybody into your junk drawer to like yeah. help mm-hmm. you yeah. pack that up. You know, or, the whole or time let I was like, into your house on laundry day. Oh yeah, right. like that's that's the like right. if, I, if I'm gonna let you in my house on laundry day or like anything like that, like you're you're almost family. Yeah, like, right. like take I thought, off your shoes. Yeah, like this is I in that moment I said you know that you're like a special person in my life because I just like let you open that cabinet. <laughs> you know, like that's a big deal. <laughs> my junk drawer. <laughs> yeah, so I can be fully myself mm. with, and I think for a long time I was like a performative like I would perform in my friendships like I need I, I made myself whoever people needed me to be right like I was like kind of like a chameleon like I could show up in your space and whatever you needed from me I could give um but I couldn't be like fully exposed for like who I who I was I think mm-hmm. and then I started to narrow that gap to like who can accept my junk cabinet you know like who yeah. can ex- accept mm-hmm. all the things and there's Herschel, who also contributes to that junk cabinet, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, but, but yeah, like, what yeah. is it, what is it for you that like makes it worth being in a relationship with somebody? Well, and I like to go back to last week where we were talking about, um, disagreeing, you know, like those are people that are in my, like people that are in my circle that I would openly disagree with and have those hard conversations with. Those are people that like. I'm in close friendship with, right? Like I can be honest with them. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think a portion, like all of these people I could travel with. Mm. Um, I I think all of my lists, I could be like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to take my little brother and his wife, (laughs) like we can go out West for a week. And like, I feel pretty comfortable. That is a, that That is is a big, really good test of relationships. I just want to say that. Yeah. Or where you measure in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't mean I won't be friends with you anymore, but like, the travel category, that is yeah. like, right. Wow. Because I mean, I can like look down at my list of like, and now I have five people or five categories. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I could like 
because I've been like abroad with this like one person like we've been to Las Vegas like Sean and I have traveled together brothers and I have like so I know that aspect of them so I'm like yeah oh yeah like mm-hmm. that, and that's a more intimate like adaptable and yeah adaptable and things like yeah, that yeah out of their controlled environment yeah. have y'all yeah. ever like had a conversation with someone or met up with somebody and you realize you asked all the questions and they never asked about you mm-hmm. that for me is the the turn off yeah. and I have so yeah. many good friends from college or whatever that I was really close with but I check in text mm. and I don't get that back and for me that is what's so hard and yeah. that's what I have to say we just can't be that close if you aren't going to check in and ask me how I'm doing and I think that is so important what you just said right because it, it's going to sound like we're categorizing people and technically we are but not in the spirit of but like you there has to it doesn't mean you don't you're not in relationship with them right but they are just not in close relationship with you like you just have okay these are my close people mm-hmm. and i will check like you said acquaintances friends close friends like they're different yeah doesn't mean you like brush those people off and never ever talk to them again it's, but you right. do, you're not going to allow yourself fully into their life if they're not going to do the same right like for you and so i think that's called boundaries <laughs> i and think that's, i don't think. think that's not to say like a, an acquaintance couldn't be like hey kate like i need your help this weekend is it okay if you and sean come over and help us move we've had a lot of people and i'd be like oh yeah sure right like it's not meaning that i'm like cutting everything off right it's right. just i that they are not the first or the second that, that i would right. call so that leads me to kind of ask like something that i bet most of our teenagers have gone through or if they haven't gone through will go through have you ever had to kind of like break up with a friend (laughs) yes 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 I remember specifically in my middle school years like really struggling with drama gossip friendships and having to just kind of walk away from some friends and like I remember my mom and I like her helping me because at that point I never experienced anything like that and I remember having to say like no, I don't think I want to hang out or, you know, kind of just slowly, nicely step back. Mm-hmm. I remember that very vividly. Lots of crying at my walker. <laughs> it's funny to me to, to answer that question because now I'm, I'm much more limited in who I'm like give myself to, like fully like tell all the things, right? But I wasn't always like that. Like I think there were periods in my life when I would just like, tell everybody everything like that's just the way I was just an open book and I think in some ways like people were like whoa that's a lot you know that's a lot for me and so like I sometimes I mean I certainly have broken up with friends but like have felt the breakup too because I was you were too much for them yeah I was like giving too much in the friendship and they're that they weren't giving that back and so it was like I got pushed back um Hmm. and probably rightly so like they were drawing their boundaries but I think I've been on both sides of that yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I definitely have. Just a, another aspect I've been thinking, um, for me, a big part is I can sit with them and we don't have to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we can either do an activity or sit in front of a fire or watch, you know, like sunrise, sunset, whatever. And like, we don't have to talk. We don't have to fill things yeah. to mm-hmm. be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. huge. Um, I think there's something about, in friendships, about, people who listen like being people who listen and knowing who in your life is a listener Mm -hmm. um, who listens to understand you uh, who listens to connect with you uh, or to reach an agreement or to a a compromise and maybe a disagreement Um, I think that's a factor certainly Um, being vulnerable like who you're safe with to be fully yourself yeah um 
Does that come easy? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Are you, so with Sean, yeah. like, how long do you feel like it took for you to like be vulnerable and be who you were, like, and not feel nervous? I guess in front of uh, years, because also I feel like we're still doing that. Yeah, and still learning how to healthy, healthily. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, like use our words to, cause I know his past trauma or, you know, situations in life. And so I have to like put that in and work through that myself and then go, oh, okay, this is how I need to approach this with him. Yeah. And then, so yes, I'm kind of covering up myself because I know it's going to hurt him more if I don't, but like, I think he does the same thing with me. Yeah. Like tenderizes what I need to mm-hmm. like have a little more flowery language around. And there are some things that, you know, we'll scream and shout over or mm-hmm. whatever and then be done with it. Yeah. Because it's not really important to like our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What are some other key parts of relationships? I feel like you've got to want, and I think we've all been hinting around this, but like, like you want to see, you mutually feel like I want to see this person be the best person they can be and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I want to see like some of my closest friends like like not in a mean way but like I'll call them out if I feel like they're not living up to who they are. Yeah. Like right. kind of being being able to say like dude is this really where you want to be? Like I remember especially younger times and younger in careers being like is this really what you want to do right now and not like in a judgmental way but like a like, is this, is this exactly, like, is this the trajectory you want to start sending yourself on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember having those conversations in high school and college and graduate, you know, all of those different levels, like just being able to call. And also people having those conversations with me, like, remember in, in high school, people being like, is this, hey, this is kind of what you're known for right now. Is this what you want to be known for? Or mm-hmm. remember, you know, and people being able to kind of call me out on that. And those were the people that I was able to hear that from, right? It might have been hard in the moment still, but those were the people that needed to say it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Constructive criticism. Mm. I yeah. had something and that just, that just, yep. Now my whole brain is on that. Mm. I think, yeah, intentionality, being purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also within friendships, like you have to set boundaries of here's what is supposed to happen. Um, and here's what like we can't talk about sort of thing. Um, I know, especially with some for like, they know not to ask about blank or, you know, it's not like really like a secret, but it's like, Hey, like we have an understanding that we're not going to do this or we're not going to really talk about this Yeah, or we are. Um, with one of my friends, like she also has a parent who has died. And so like, I can laugh and joke with her about that. But like with other friends, like I'm not there yet. Like I could. So it's like knowing boundaries and mm-hmm. having who, who respects those. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the mutual respect of those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, a big teller of relationships is like how you disagree. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like. I always feel like I'm not really in that pinnacle of friendship with somebody until we've had a disagreement, mm-hmm. like until we've gone through something together, you know, right. like an, not an argument, but like, you know, there's a person I'm super, super close with, great friends with, but we never like 
not gotten along about something. Like we always sort of agreed we're on the same page about some very similar. And then there came a point when she like confronted me and said something you did like really upset me. It was related to COVID. And, you know, she said, this really bothers me that you're, you're doing this. And I think for me, my respect grew because she was willing to come to me and she felt safe to say like, you know, and it was like, oh, we can disagree and stuff. Like we got over that first hump of like, disagreeing and I think that really strengthened it where sometimes the first fight or the first you know disagreement comes and you're like yeah we don't disagree the same way like this this isn't Mm -hmm. gonna work um because you have to have a safe space to like voice different opinions you Mm -hmm. know it's not friends are not ego strokers like you you, they're supporters they're supporters yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um so you were saying that um I don't think that the amount of time you've known someone equals how big of a friend they are. Absolutely. Um, Because I hear a lot of high schoolers like, well, I've known them since second grade. And I'm like, well, like, yes, yes, you have. But you've been in school with them. But you've always seen them. Like, maybe you, like, are just not friends with them just because you've known them since second grade. Like, doesn't mean you are really in a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me this. In relationships, so we've been talking a lot about friendships. I think all of these things probably probably apply. Like Hannah and Kate and Mason, I think you, well, Hannah and Kate said siblings. Mason, you just made a general family, I think, as one of yours. Adam, you said your dad. I have close relationships with my family as well. But for the sibling camp, I think a lot of what we've covered also applies mm-hmm. just as friends. Um but tell me what are the things that make you put up a boundary to say like, mm, no, like this is not, this is a toxic or this is unhealthy for me or this is not good for me to be in relation. What are, what are some of your bound, like your personal boundaries? When they want up you. Mm. When you were like, hey, like I'm really struggling with this, you know, I really, mm-hmm. and they go, well, I've been really struggling with this even more. Like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, well, can't talk about like, I'm, I'm not in this relationship yeah. for you to one up me. Hmm. Um, I would love to sit here and talk about it, but not if you're going to belittle my feelings or. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I have one just yet. I think my sister and I are six and a half years apart and we have become close as she's, she, I mean, obviously I've gotten older too, but as she's gotten older. So I don't know if we've kind of experienced that yet. Is there anything in other relationships with boundaries? Yeah. Like you said, somebody that doesn't check in on you, that's one. That's one for sure, yeah. Um, checking in or, I, I feel like I say the same thing, but people that don't like show up for you, mm-hmm. that is, that's kind of a boundary for me because I'm willing to like do anything for my close friends and if they can't reciprocate that, that's totally my number two. It, I, don't, I don't feel loved. And Kate's is a total number three. Don't one up me. That's a total Enneagram three thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And yours is Enneagram two. It's really telling. Yeah. I think showing up for me is huge. Um, I think when people can't celebrate with you it's or so celebrate hard. you. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. You've talked about that a little bit before. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Mason? Uh, talking about like boundaries specifically? Yeah. Like uh, what makes you go... Mm, I, I need to put this friendship in, in the acquaintance box or whatever. Um, well, just how you were saying 
Hannah's was like a two and hers was a three. I guess mine's a nine. Way. <laughs> it, it's the, uh, like when I get the sense that you're, you assume a lot about me mm. and like you're, you're making like, what's the word, I guess? Like decisions? Unbounded. Well, no, functions. I mean, it's just like, it's just like if, if, if somebody like acts a certain way around me based on an assumption, instead of like being curious and like asking about that and like, you know, they're just sort of like going on whatever. I, I don't know if that's necessarily a boundary, but that's certainly a turnoff because mm. I'm just like, look, I don't, I don't want to have to like go to somebody and say like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. I, I'd, I'd much rather it be, I'd, and I, I mean, it might just be, you know, I think everybody wants to be. I mean, understood. It's like a. Yeah. A yeah. It's like, it's desire like. Desire to like really get to know you instead of just. Yeah, yeah, and and if there's, I'm not saying like on the first meeting, right? Yeah. It's but if there if things have, if the relationship is like started, and it doesn't like progress anywhere, and there is no like reciprocal like yeah. asking, you know that that's that's certainly turned off. I mean, yeah, just I guess when they make up their mind and already like define you or determine who you are. Yeah, yeah, and and whether whether that be even if that's like in a good way, mm -hmm. I, right. it's still it's still like. It's not like the full picture, really. Well, it takes the autonomy away from you to, to, to tell who you are, to yeah. be who you are. It's like someone's already just decided for you. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Adam? Uh, a little on those same lines of like, just when I know people aren't being genuine mm. with me. Like when I feel like, mm. like, oh, you're not really giving me, either you're giving me what you think I want to see, or I can tell, like, you're not really being who it is, or you're trying to live into other people's standards, or you're trying to live into other people's desires for you, whether that, and I mean, I saw that, I mean, again, like, from middle school, high school, right, like, into college, into life now, like, if people aren't being genuinely who they are, and, like, they're just trying to live into an image, you're put out a front, or whatever it is, like, I don't know, that just always like, turned me off. It, I was much more you know, just wanting to be around people where it's like, oh, this is who you are and you're okay with, you know, putting that out and wearing it on your sleeve and not necessarily forcing that on anybody, but just being like, hey, this is who I am, like, and not, not flinching at like, well, if this is who I am and this person doesn't like that, okay, you know, mm -hmm. and just being mm -hmm. okay with being, you know, accepting that. And so, um, and so, and then in that same realm, like, people not trying to make me be like them, right? Yeah. So, like, I love to fish, but not all of my best friends have to fish. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not, I don't know. Well, that is something I, I, like that. I mean, I'm glad you said that because I can readily admit that for, oh, I mean, my mom has told me this for a long time and being critical of me, but, like, sometimes I really want people to be who I want them to be. Yeah. And I have often chosen friends who are like me and think like me and and agree with me and um it's only as i've gotten older i've felt safe enough to to not always have mm. for, you know yeah. like if i was i mean i could 10 years ago if, if i fished like i would want everyone to fish because that's what my life you know i don't know yeah, yeah. but now I, I i've come to value different perspective but i i do keep a very homogenous circle like people who think like me and and, and i think yeah. most people do yeah, yeah. yeah I think that I think makes people feel a safe tendency, safe, right like, yeah yeah. Uh, hmm. 
Do you have friends that know when something's wrong with you before yes. you've said oh something? Oh my gosh, yes. Or, or they just can kind of like tell? Mm-hmm. Or when I answer the phone, they're like, what's wrong? And I'm yeah. like, nothing. I don't want to talk yeah. about it right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Those are kind of people that you need. That yeah. They know you so well that they can tell when you're upset. Like I remember one time, like I think it was in Rush, my friend Mary Stewart knew I was having a hard time like dealing with stuff with family and she just came up and gave me a hug and I just started crying. Like yeah. She just knew. Some people just have that gift, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. Just knowing. Yeah. I think for me, a boundary is... Uh, that immediately clicks it now is like, who do I have to shrink back mm. when I'm in their presence? Like, who do I, oh, in, yeah. in whose presence do I make myself smaller yeah. to fit? Um, yeah, like what and what parts of me, like I have a, an entire circle of friends that I genuinely adore, like close, close, we're in my wedding friends, but there is a part of me that I cannot, share when I'm with them like yeah. part of my own story part of my family life that mm-hmm. I just feel like I have to shrink back um yeah and that's really hard and I think it's I've had to work really hard to create a boundary that I can follow not necessarily they can follow but yeah. I can say okay I can't give all of myself to them and that's been really hard because I'm used to doing that and I've had to like pull back a little bit right yeah okay well there are so many relationships, so much to talk about here, which yeah. is why we just kind of free for all this because it is very new, nuanced. We could talk for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. about relationships. Um, but I would just like to hear from each of you what, what advice you would give to a listener. Like, what is your relationship advice? And this could be, you know, it could affect your romantic future or present romantic relationships. It could affect your friendships, your siblings, your relationship with your family, your coworkers, your your school friends, your coaches, whatever. Um, but what what relationship advice would you give? And this could be from a learned experience. And if it is, do share that. Hmm. It's hard. I think some of this is based off of uh, our last discussion on disagreeing, but like approach everyone knowing they have a story, they have a past, like they have a perspective mm-hmm, and so knowing that like, yes, they they might not think exactly like you do, or maybe they do think exactly like you do, but like still they have a story, they have a past that helped them arrive there. And like that story is worth hearing and worth respecting and worth, you know, building mm-hmm. a relationship with. And so, mm-hmm. um, but then also like, you know, Treat your friends, treat your loved ones like you want to, like it's the golden rule, but it's the golden rule for a reason. Like treat them how you want to be treated. Yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. that's mine. Be the, be the friend you want to have. Yeah. Yes. I think the greatest relationship you can have, also pastoring answer, is the relationship you have with yourself. And I think when you, when I began to like truly accept and love me, like I became a whole, and just such a better friend, yeah. like such a better friend. Um, mm. Yeah. So, tr- you know, what, in what ways do I need to be treated? What ways am I treating myself? You know? Um, and then what's the overflow of that? And I think you're right, Adam, everybody has a story. I, I say, I've said this many times, but Herschel and I's kind of marriage mantra is believe the best in one another and being just grace. Like people are going to mess up and you're going to mess up and like, yeah, just grace. Mm-hmm. 
when you first asked the question, I think my like response was make sure it's a two-way street or make sure it's like, you know, um, the average of 50-50 because, you know, you're going to have the 60-40 and the 70-30 at some points, uh, but make sure it's 50-50, um, like the two-way street. But I think we've said that for so much that I really want to encourage um, our listeners, like if you have two friends who are fighting or if you have um, two friends who are like further in a relationship, like that's not your place to go into. Mm. Um, you do not have to be the mediator. You do not have to be the like specialness that makes everyone like come together. Um, your relationships with each individual person or within a group um, should be your fir- first priority or second after yourself. Um, so you don't have to be that. Mm-hmm. I think mine would be it's okay to walk away from friendships Mm -hmm. and knowing when a relationship is healthy and when it's not and knowing kind of like what we've talked about, like we all know what kind of friend we need and what, like how we should be a friend. And so just knowing that about yourself, like finding those qualities and attributes that, that fill you up. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the hardest thing is just knowing when it's not a healthy relationship anymore and being okay with saying, I think we're not going to be close friends anymore. So, well, And I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, and quality is not in quantity mm-hmm. and that's a lie I believed for a really long time. Yeah. That it's okay to just have a safe few, you know, like yeah. that is totally okay that's totally healthy yeah and and so for some people they can spread themselves a little thinner and have five or six or seven close friends and there's people like me like i just i can't i just can't do that yeah i would say try to be as authentic as you can um certainly within reason um you don't just need to go around sharing things about yourself um (laughs) to random people but um the only way you can start to have those really meaningful relationships if it's if is if it starts in like an authentic way mm-hmm. where like they are authentically drawn to who you are mm-hmm. as a person instead of some facade that you've like you know manufactured so mm-hmm. um it's kind of a scary thing but yeah just try to be authentic and know that not everybody is going to accept that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's just that's, that's just, really good advice it's sort of a sort of a a tough lesson I guess but you know you'd rather have like Lee said quality over quantity Mm, you know if you had four people who really loved the UU that'd be much more valuable the UU (laughs) that'd be much more valuable than 20 people who well I think what happens Mason to what you're saying is like you're saying show up authentically right and so you do and someone doesn't like it and so you put the facade back on because you're like but they liked me with that Right. So, but don't be afraid just because they don't like it doesn't mean there's not somebody, you know, and do you like it? Like, do you, yeah. Well, and, and when you, when you mentioned the, like being comfortable in like who you are and like Mm -hmm. coming to terms with, Mm -hmm. like I was finally felt okay being me. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always, there's always like a caveat for me when I hear like treat your neighbor or love your neighbor as yourself. For me, the caveat's always like, well, what if you don't love yourself? Mm. Yeah. Like, there's no way you can love your neighbor then. So, right. like, you know, being okay with who you are is, like, sort of the 
the crux of a lot of things. Yeah, and I think it's when we can accept our identity in Christ, right? When we know that we love because God loved us. That means God loved us. We love us. And then we have the overflow. We can love other people. Yeah. God is the table, telling you. God is the table. God is the table. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us for this relationship chatter. Again, we could have gone on all day, but we will see you next week. And next week, we're going to be talking about social media. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see you there. Hey, y'all, if you're a longtime listener and have yet to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, we would encourage you to do so. We would love to get your feedback and to continue to make this the best podcast it can be. Thanks. (laughs) All right. It is game time with Lee. Game time with Lee. And we are going to play a game called Question Master. Are you guys ready? Yeah, called Question Master. Question Master. Okay, so here are the rules. One player asks a question. Their opponent must respond in the form of another related question. Another related question? The first to hesitate for three seconds or not respond with a question loses. Questions cannot be repeated. Oh, gosh. Does everybody understand the concept? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you like me to form pairs or would you like to go in a circle and everybody do it? Everybody do it, and yeah. then and no they, one do it. I want oh, you like to. I want. I want everyone just like, to just continuous in yeah. a circle. Oh. Or would you rather compete? Oh, it doesn't matter. I, I want. I want all of us to go get the Cletus. Like, <laughs> we can like reverse, or I don't know. Okay. I think we go around in a circle. I mean, yeah. four of us. Okay. Are you gonna play? Are you master? Um, I can play because there's no. Yeah, there's yeah. no uh, like okay. topic. Or okay. Who would like to start with the question? Me. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna. You, it'll go Hannah, then Kate, then Mason, then Adam, then Lee. Okay. I want everyone to know that I just looked down and tried not to make eye contact with anyone, Although, so I would not have to go first. And Hannah was like, "Oh, me." <laughs> All right. It might. I, it might be. It might be harder to do one on one because then you're in a conversation like with that that person, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's do the competition. I think you're right. I'll win either way. Okay. Well, so Adam, Adam's we're going to take Mason and Adam. Y'all are going to go Ooh, first. Mason. Okay. And okay, pick a number one through 10. Seven. Six. It was five. Mason, you're first. You okay. start the question. I wanted to be second. Uh, just any question? There's not a prompt? Yeah, there's not a rule. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, what kind of shoes do you like? Would you like to wear my shoes? <laughs> Did I say that? Have you ever tied my shoelaces? Do you wear shoes? That's hard. Okay, the, okay. The my so got hard. me. The, and then he goes, do you want to wear my shoes? <laughs> yeah. The, did I say What? That? Did I okay. stutter? Did I right. stutter? Pick a number one through ten, girls. Eight. Four. It was seven, so you're first. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Do you like Chick-fil-A? Do you like Chick-fil-A sauce? Do you like chicken nuggets? What is it about chicken nuggets that you like? Have you ever played in the little playhouse? Do you like plastic? <laughs> do you like slides? <laughs> do you like slides? Okay, no. So for this playoffs. first round, the yeah head-to-head competition will be Adam oh. and Hannah. Yes. <laughs> Pick a number one through ten. Eight. Seven. It was two. Adam, you're up. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Got this. Do you still want to work here? <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Oh, you, do you win. like the color green? Oh, you totally Wait, took yeah, what is it? Wait, I can't, do the I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, can we try again? It's going to be in the same conversation. Do you like the color green? <laughs> oh. 
I have to like no, kind no, of yeah, you have have to, to have that's a conversation. why I had to like play off of the Chick-fil-A because yeah you're not just okay, let's start that one over Adam oh, go well, first okay, I didn't get that, a point for that one but that one was caught me off guard <laughs> okay I thought that was perfect play by Adam yeah like. perfect play go yeah this is why I'm the winner what would you like for lunch today do you like turkey of course I like turkey have you yeah. ever had a turkey sandwich <laughs> have you ever had a panini Paninis are from Italy, right? I've never been to Italy. Have you? No, I've never been to Italy, but have you ever traveled to the south of France? I have actually been to France, but have you been to Paris? Could you book me tickets to Vermont next week? Have you ever been on Paris's train? Is that in Vermont? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, we just went to Vermont? (laughs) Okay, I'm giving that one to Adam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he went from... Paris to Vermont. Well, he went from traveling to traveling yeah, I went, to different places. I was sick of places. talking about Europe. Do you want to go on the Paris train? Is that in Vermont? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of different like well, nuances like, to Paris, carry a comment. And then I'm like, wait, he said Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you had stopped at train, though, there is a train. Okay, Adam, you get one point and you can pick your next opponent. <sighs> next opponent. He thinks he is on top of the world right now. What? I'm, I'm giving... Cleat? Adam, you uh, want to go? Okay. Yes, this is my favorite. Good, this is good. Go ahead and start. Okay. Did you know that my eyes are blue? Have you ever seen the eyes of a bat? <laughs> Did you know that bats can't crawl? <laughs> no, they nailed cannot. it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna say fly, but they can. And I had to quickly come up with something. Else. <laughs> and he's stumped. All right, I'm gonna take on. Oh, tears. Mason. Kate. Oh, jeez, Louisa. Kate. Wait, are you going first? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite Bible verse? What book of the Bible do I love the most? What? Nope. <laughs> uh, nope. That's uh, not what I asked. I asked okay. a clarifying question. <laughs> okay, Kate. Um, Pick your opponent. Uh, Mason. All right. Are this you, is not my favorite. Are you starting? Uh, no. No, don't. Um, did you like living in Texas? <laughs> Maybe. Did I? <laughs> That is the hardest thing because initially you want to answer answer that question. Yeah, I'm like, I want to answer it and then go, oh man, maybe. Did I? Uh, All right. I think. So Mason and Hoops. All right, Mason and Hoops, go. Okay. This is the last round. You can start. start. Okay. Um, What's your favorite color? Do you like blue? Do you like not blue? (laughs) Do you like the crayon box blue? Do you like markers better? Do you like crayons or um, pencils, colored pencils? Have you ever had an enjoyable time coloring? Have you ever had an enjoyable time painting? <sighs> I did that. <laughs> I like. I like how oh, Hannah just changes thing. one word. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Do you like this? Do you like? And just like whatever question, yeah. she just changes the I one if word. That counts as like repetition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right, Adam. I think I you thought it was really won clever. with one point because I don't know who the last winner was. Me. Yeah, Hannah got that one. Hoops. But. So let's do one more face-off, Hoops and Adam. Yes. Okay. For the final. Can we not do Vermont? <laughs> do you want to ride the train to Paris? <laughs> yeah, never mind. Right? Do you want to drive the train to Paris? Is that a <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was good. Pick a number one through ten. That was really good. Eight. Seven. Six, you're up. Gosh. When was the last time you pooped your pants? <laughs> I'm, 
when was the last time you peed your pants? I've never peed my pants, have I? I don't know. Have you? Isn't that the same question? Is it, is it, is it, isn't that repetition? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it, was it wasn't the same. I don't know. Have you? <laughs> uh, okay. Hannah wins. <laughs> I guess Hannah wins. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that wasn't the same question. Yeah, it's different. Also, right, well, I like how he goes to poop your pants. I know. And you almost answered. I was like, well, thanks for playing question master. Quickly before we go, what is one thing you learned today on the pod? That Lee had a gap in her front teeth when I she did. was in fourth That's grade. That's true because I had a palate extender before I got braces. I have a very small palate like my teeth <laughs> and I had to crank it every night with a key and <laughs> something I learned today and I had a big old gap between my teeth you could put like big old gap. Like, <laughs> like a like a nickel or like a um like I could stick a hanger in there you know you could fit a what like my finger I got oh wow stick it in between my teeth. really yeah oh yeah did, so did you get braces or what mm-hmm. Huh. After the palate extender, <laughs> one time the orthodontist had my grandmother took me, and so they had. That's the day I got my palate extender, and they had to tell my grandmother like how to crank it. They have to, like teach you to like. Anyway, it's really brutal, mm-hmm. and she passed out at the orthodontist office. <laughs> no help. I would have too. Sorry, that was just one thing I learned. Yep. I learned that Kate can run real fast in the fourth grade. Real fast. Real fast. I got a blue ribbon. Uh, I learned that Mason's not very good at questions. No, I am, uh, but... Did you like living in tech? Maybe. Did <laughs> I? No, and I Adam can. also sounded like a literal little puppet in fourth grade. Sixth grade. Oh, sorry. I mean, I could argue that you're not good at question soups because you just you just change one word in the or question. Or I'm just smart. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? What? Uh, Ask a question. Uh-huh. Is that everybody? Lee, what about you? You didn't say anything. Oh, I didn't? No. I don't think so. Not yet. You learned about healthy relationships. Yeah, I am. Inter- I mean, like, I think I knew everybody's healthy most meaningful relationships. relationships in the room, but I'm always, like, interested to hear why you pick those people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. See you Thanks next week. for joining All right. us. Bye now. Uh, Bye. Do we want to say special thing that happens next week? Yeah, we got Ooh, our first right. ever special guest oh yeah Whoa. next episode so make sure you tune in yep. special student you might recognize the voice special guest yeah If you've enjoyed this episode of To The Table, be sure to subscribe to keep up with us and to never miss an episode. Our hosts are Lee French, Adam Jones, Kate Orr, Hannah DeFada, and me, Mason Cavanis. Executive produced and recorded by Mason Cavanis and executive produced by Lee French. Edited by Mason Cavanis and John Provost. Mixed and mastered by John Provost. Music by Spring Game. To The Table is a podcast from Brentwood United Methodist Church in Brentwood, Tennessee.